0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movies and Television Podcast. I'm your host, Isaac, and today I'm going to be discussing another Ghostbuster reboot. I'm going to be giving my opinions on Jessica Jones and The Punisher. I'm going to be talking about how an actress left The Orville, which is one of my favorite TV shows. And I'm also going to be discussing how WWE will be focusing more on the director and not really trying to follow what marvel is doing which is a good thing okay so let's begin so there's a teaser trailer going out there for ghostbusters and i guess a lot of people assume it's going to be a reboot before what i saw it says ghostbusters 3 so it might be a third film to the original to the original film so we'll, we'll, for what i read we're still going to get uh, the original cast is going to be part of it, so it's, we're we're going to see Bill Murray, we're going to see Dan Aykroyd, we're going to see Ernie Hudson, which is fucking great. But then, but since they already kind of like already up there in age, I feel like this is going to be that film where they're going to pass down the torch, you know? They're going to pass it down to a whole new set of Ghostbusters and let them take over take over their job or whatever so a lot of us has been waiting for part three if it's a part three and not a reboot because you guys already know how much i hate reboots and i hate remakes so if it is a part three fucking finally because i've been dying for a part three of the ghostbusters for so many years and i know a lot of us who are fans of the film have been waiting for a part three as well And then we finally might, might get that opportunity to see a part three. And it will be starting, hopefully, you know, with the original cast if it's not a reboot. Because they did the whole, I think it was like a remake or reboot. And it bombed in the box office because it was all women's cast. And I felt like it, it, I didn't even really care if it was all women's cast. But I felt like they was trying to make it more funny instead of trying to combine the seriousness of it. Because the original Ghostbusters was not just funny. It was also serious. And you take that aspect away from the film. You're taking away everything that us fans loved about it. Okay. Okay. Like, I didn't really have a problem it, for it being an all-women's cast. I just felt like they should have just tried to f- focus more on the combination of both funny yet serious. And if they do a part three, we'll probably, we will get that. It's going to be a little different <laughs> because considering the fact that they did lose... Um, I don't think what's his name? Sammy Sammy uh, Remy or something like that. I can't pronounce his name, but um Sam Remy Remy something like that. And you know he passed away years back and he was one of the Ghostbusters as well as um running the film and he passed away years back, so that's definitely going to be hard to watch. When that one Ghostbuster won't be there, you know, and I'm pretty sure that, you know, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson all miss him greatly because if it wasn't for for them, we probably still wouldn't get a Ghostbusters. We wouldn't get the greatest cast ever made for that film. You probably wouldn't even get a, a, a Ghostbusters cartoon. And I remember that. The real Ghostbusters. And they had it on Netflix, but Netflix took it out. And that kind of pissed me off a little. They need to stop doing that shit. You know? And I love the real Ghostbusters. That cartoon was my favorite. Growing up, watching that. every I think it was like every Saturday morning. It was great. So hopefully they do a, they do a part three. Hopefully, you know, they get some writers. And the way I see it's going to happen is um, since the since he did pass away, I feel like they're going to get somebody. Like maybe his kid or something that's going to just take his spot, you know, somebody that's his relative that's related to him. Be like, hey, um, you know, and they probably all know who he is because they were there probably when the wife gave birth one of them was probably the godfather of the kid you know what i'm saying so i'm really excited for a part three if it is a part three and not just another fucking reboot because i'm telling you it pisses me off when they do these reboots because when they do these reboots and they do these remakes they tend to fuck it up and then they want to add cast members that makes no fucking sense no fucking sense so hopefully this is a part three and hopefully it is a continuation from the original film and hopefully we do get a chance to see the original cast and then have them pass the torch down to somebody else now with the cancellation of netflix originals uh iron fist luke cage and now daredevil what is the future hold for Jessica Jones and the Punisher? Well, I think they're going to get canceled too. Matter of fact, they're already taking too long to even mention anything. The Punisher season two already came out. Jessica Jones, nobody that's up in the air. Nobody really knows that there is going to be a season three. Sorry for the noise in the background. That's the uh, fire trucks. So nobody really knows if that's going to be a season three. And the reason why these shows got canceled from Netflix is, well, because Disney still got their hands in Marvel. And now they're taking the shows into their streaming service, which is called Disney Plus. And then supposedly they're going to reboot the series. And why? Why do you want to reboot it? You already have the cast. You already have the writers. You definitely have the director, somebody who is visioning the film. So why would you want to reboot the series and start over? What I would have done was I would have just I would have probably held the press conference to to the reporters out there or whatever and was like, "Hey, listen. We're not canceling. Um we're not canceling Daredevil, we're not canceling Luke Cage, we're not canceling Iron Fist, we're not canceling Jessica Jones, and we're not canceling Punisher. What we're specific, what we're doing is trend moving them to our stream service and we're gonna have it where it's separated into two categories shows for kids shows for the adults that's what I would have done because Netflix does that Netflix has has a whole category for kids it's a whole section for kids and you just go on there and you watch you have your kids watch all the kids' shows, all the kids' movies that are on there. And then for us adults, we have our own shit to watch. Stuff that kids can't really watch, which, by the way, I still have to finish Bad Blood. I love the whole mafia thing going on and watching Bad Blood. was fucking amazing. Um, so, yeah, so now I feel like Jessica Jones and The Punisher is going to get canceled, even though Punisher already just came out with season two. <clears throat> But there was no need for them to cancel and and start over fresh. You already had everything there. You have the cash, you have to direct you have to write it. So why start over? Just continue. <clears throat> and keep it the way it was. Because comic books aren't just kid-friendly. These are not just shit that kids fucking read. You know, they're not just. You know, made for kids, also adults read them too. And most of the comic books are very violent. And you have to stick with that because not everybody is going to be captivated by a, a, a PG-13 show of The Punisher. When that motherfucker is made to be violent. And if you take that away, nobody's really going to enjoy it. We all enjoyed it because it was dark. You know, there was some cursing. It was it a lot. You know, you hear, you, you hear the actors and actresses drop a lot of F-bombs in there. But there was occasional curses here and there like, you know, fuck or shit or bitch. Even though they consider a bitch not a curse word because it's... Definition of a female dog, which I don't get it, cause we don't get upset when uh, when a woman calls us a dog, but yet they get upset when you call them a bitch. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, I, I mean, I already told a friend of mine, cause she was excited for season two of The Punisher, and so was I, and a lot of us who who enjoyed the the series who were are uh, excited for a season two we got a season two but i told her straight up and said it's gonna get canceled because they they're all moving into their disney streaming service disney plus they should have never like i said they should have never rebooted the series they should just keep it the way it was you had to cast you have the writers, you have to direct this. Why spend more money trying to look or start fresh? Then you're you're gonna have a hard time trying to find somebody that played those roles really well. Especially with, with John, I how, how you say Brento, something like that. He, he played a Punisher so well. Why would you want to replace him? You're not gonna get body like him to do the job so well. You know, it, it's it's stupid to do a whole uh, a whole fucking reboot this like a whole reboot the series where you had everything already there. All you have to do is just transfer it over to your streaming service. And continue the story. Continue Daredevil in for season 5. Continue Luke Cage season 3. Continue Iron Fist season 3. Continue Jessica Jones season 3. Continue The Punisher season 3. But I feel like a lot of you guys don't fucking think over there. And you know that Disney is just whole kid friendly. But what about us adults? You cannot think that we don't exist, us adults who are fans of these shows. Because we're the ones that made these shows in the first place by sitting there watching it every season. And if you make it kid-friendly, you're not getting nothing. You're not. Because we enjoy the violence. We enjoy the curse and the sex, you know, a little bit here and there. Because, you know, comic book characters do have sex. So why would you want to reboot the whole series? I mean, you're not going to get anybody better than Mike Coulter playing Luke Cage. Or Simon, or Simone Misk playing Misty Knight. You're not going to find any better, nobody better. Excuse me, I got a text message from my girlfriend. You're not know, find nobody better than Theo Rossi playing Shades. Because he did that fucking job so... Like... He's so good at it, he makes me hate the character. So I love to hate the character because he makes it... Like, he does so good with it. Like, who you gonna... Now you gotta sit there and then you gotta cast these new people... You got to go out there and find people that's gonna play these roles, and you're not gonna find anybody who played it better than these people. What Netflix had, you know what I'm saying? You're not. All right. So the Orville is a TV show that's supposed to be a a parody of Star Trek um, that was created by God I can't believe his name escapes me Um, that is created by Seth MacFarlane okay Seth MacFarlane created was also the creator of Family Guy And he created the Orville. And it's doing really good. It's become, you know, the number one show. I think it's on Fox. And it's... I love it. It's hilarious. I really enjoy it every season. They... They really fucking entertain me. But this past... uh, This year, an actress left the show. Because she... For, the, for what the story is, is that if she is doing a movie that's supposed to be coming out. I think this summer or something like that. So she's filming a movie. So she left the show to focus on that. So it was nothing on bad terms. So it's nothing contract related. It was just that she already had other engagements that she needed to fulfill. So... You know, that's good. That means the door is always open for her to come back. If she wants to come back. The last episode she did was. um, Was home. To where. um, Houston Sage is her name. Actress name. Who played Alara. And it seems that the character Alara. Was. Away from her home planet for so long. That her body started to get weak. So. Because of that. Because it. Seems that the gravitational pull. On on her planet. Was so strong. That it, it built her strength. So. Because of that. She had to go home, go back home. To where. Now she could. You know, become strong again, be be better again. But it was crazy because I'd never seen such a gravitational pull than when I saw on there. The dude literally threw a bottle, and as soon as it like touched their home, yo, know, it literally crushed the whole bottle, like right into the ground. And it was crazy. I was like, oh shit, such a strong gravitational pull. So yeah, so she's no longer part of the Orville. Um I do hope that she does return because I do love the character of Laura. So I do hope that she returns. And you know, we all we all wish her the best in her new film, her new adventure. Um if she doesn't. I really do love that the the characters on, on the Orville. They're, they're so it's it, that show was just so great. Like Seth MacFarlane really thought this out, thought of the cast, thought of the story, and him. And I assume that he's a Star Trek fan, and I think that's pretty much why he did this show, even though it's supposed to be a par- uh, parody based on Star Trek. But you don't hear nobody saying, you know, trying to record anything in the beginning. But it's, it's pretty cool. I love the show. I, I love the, the, the actors, the cast. I love the cast. And seeing her not on there is going to feel a little weird. But hopefully she does come back and finishes off the season. WB will now be focusing on directors. And now pretty much tells me that they're not going to be really worried about what Marvel does anymore, which is good. Because if you if you're trying to focus on what Marvel is doing, you're not going to you're not going to get far because Marvel is already like 10 steps ahead of y'all. And y'all already fucked up on the whole Justice League um it, Superman versus Batman and Suicide Squad. That film could have been so much better. If you guys really didn't pay too much attention to what Marvel is doing. Look what you did with Aquaman. You guys took in James Wan and he did such a fucking fantastic job on that film. I was surprised. The only thing I do have a problem with is that, um, is that Jason... Fight scenes could be a little faster. So you might need to work with him on that because of his size. It could be, you know, that... So you might need to work with him on that. Make those fight scenes a little faster. But other than that, it was great. The story was great. The the fight scenes were pretty good. The cast, I love the cast. I mean, Nicole Kidman playing his mom. What's not to love about it? I was skeptic of Jason Momoa playing Aquaman, but he made me believe. He made me believe. And you guys did a fantastic job with Wonder Woman. You guys did good with Man of Steel. Now all you need to do is just bring us another Batman. Don't let Ben Affleck leave because he did a good job with that. And then you, gotta, you guys got to go crazy trying to find another one. If you focus on the film itself and getting somebody who's willing to make these films great and not focus on Marvel, then you guys will be doing a great job. But I feel like you guys are just so fixated on what Marvel is doing is that you didn't really focus or paid attention to the film. So if you guys do this where you're just going to be focusing on the on the directors and not really worried about what Marvel is doing, good for you, about time. Because then that means now we're going to get to see some pretty dope, amazing films epic if not legend wait for it dairy uh there is another reboot coming out and it's the teenage mutant ninja turtles reboot which by the way they still keep in michael bay which makes no sense to me whatsoever how you gonna reboot a film and still keep the director listen don't get me wrong when it comes down to the action sequence, I give it to Michael Bay. But does he really have to blow up everything in his films? I feel like he has a very he has some issues in there that he needs to resolve with a therapist. I mean, that's just my my opinion. But why reboot the series again? I mean, why reboot With the same director. Get a different director. Let somebody else try it out for once. Hey, get James Wan. Look what he did with Aquaman. He did a fantastic job with that film. Might as well give it to him. Let him try it out for a while. But why does it have to be Michael Bay? You you guys act like you don't have any other directors in Hollywood. There's like so many of them out there. I would have gave it to James Wan. I mean the guy the guys the guy being the director is like the greatest thing to ever happen in Hollywood because look what he did with the I think it was the last Tast and Nefarious where it was you know focusing on a tribute to Paul Walker. Look what he did with that, look what he did with Aquaman. The guy's got a fucking resume. Give it to him. Why does it have to be Michael Bay? Michael Bay is just going to continue to explode everything, especially in New York City. Nobody wants to see that. I live in New York. Do you think I want to sit there and watch a film and see something blown up? The guy literally took down almost the entire fucking Times Square in in, in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. And the reason why they're doing the reboot is because part two didn't do very well. They fucked up. And I think they fucked up more on Casey Jones and the story. The stories were trash. Okay, they weren't. They weren't captivating as every. Every. I think everybody just fell in love with the visual and so many explosions. Like I don't give a fuck about that. I need. Stories. I need something to tell me what's going on. I need a story that's going to captivate me. If you have a story that's not going to captivate your audience, you'll have nothing. Take WWE for, for example. They produce a wrestling show with no story. With not even... Focusing on building stars, and look how well they're doing. Bunch of idiots. Anyway, <clears throat> listen. If you do a re- if you do a teenage mutant and sort a of reboot again, get a different director. Don't keep Michael Bay. Let somebody else try it out. Like I said, James Wan doesn't seem such a bad idea. The guy's really done a good job with Aquaman. Give him a shot. Let him try it out. But don't keep Michael Bay. Michael Bay is just going to continue to have explosions. And where I feel like they did really mess up in, in, in the second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle film was, like I said, the story was nowhere. Casey, the uh, listen, I love Stefan Amell in Arrow. And I've seen him wrestle, he's a pretty good wrestler. But to watch him play Casey Jones. Wasn't Casey Jones is a New Yorker. A New Yorker from Brooklyn or from New Jersey, I think. For one of those two. Either from New Jersey or Brooklyn. I think more Brooklyn because he has like that Brooklyn accent. So I think he's more from Brooklyn. And he's a tough guy. Casey Jones was not a cop, okay? And where the fuck was the long hair? If you if anybody really needed to play Casey Jones, I say give it to Johnny Impact, the wrestler, because if you've seen, uh, what is that? Uh, those attack battles that they do. With characters. Casey Jones. They had Casey Jones fight somebody. I forgot who it was. And they got Johnny Impact. Which is the wrestler. To play Casey Jones. I believe them as a Casey Jones. So why not get him? Get him to play Casey Jones. you need to cut his hair? Cut his hair a little bit. Don't give him such a boyish haircut. Keep the long hair. Put on the mask. Give him the tank top. And keep it moving. Casey Jones was not a cop, and Stefan Amil. Yeah, I'm sorry to say to Stefan, me, you're my boy, and I love you, and Arrow. But Casey Jones was just was not your role. You sounded too much like a white boy from California. You needed to sound like somebody from New York, somebody from Brooklyn, and tough. Not a cop. So I have nothing more to say. Um, but check out me and my co-host, Rayshawn, RJD, on a Inside the Square Circle podcast. It's a wrestling podcast. So if you're a wrestling fan, check us out tomorrow. Um, also, if you haven't, check out AmnestyUSA.org. They really do great work as they are an organization that fights for human rights. And they have many campaigns. Sign up for their emails if you get a call from them. Make a monthly donation as little as $5 or whatever your heart contends. That monthly donation can help them continue to do the great work that they do. And if you haven't, downloaded Pluto TV yet. I enjoy it. It's definitely the greatest thing ever made. And I hope that, you know, Pluto TV will consider of having their own stuff on there and... Hire me and my friends to do a podcast together. I mean, wouldn't you guys want that? A couple of guys, regular guys. No, none of us are famous. Just regular guys just hanging around doing a podcast and talking to you guys and telling you guys our thoughts and opinions of what's going on, whether it's movies, comic books, video games, or current events. So check out Pluto TV app, check out Amnesty USA, and check us out in Inside the Square Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Isaac, telling you to have a great weekend. Be safe out there. Peace.